Hi everyone, Mia Paulus here with Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to set goals in business in 2021. Now you might say, oh, everybody talks about that. It's boring. But like I have kind of this love-hate relationship with goals because like everybody says to set goals, but it's not quite the easiest thing to do. So over the years, I've really learned like what it takes to actually accomplish the goals you set and really be able to measure them. And so I want to just go deep into that. So let me cue up the music and then we'll get right in. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple All right, if I talk really fast today, it's because I'm like on adrenaline, I think. We're uh, at my company, we're growing so fast that like I have, I think, like 20 lead appointments tomorrow. I had to start jumping into leads as well because like we have so many and it's been really fun to start meeting with entrepreneurs. I kind of got so far removed that it's been fun to just jump in again and meet with them. And and I realized just, this is kind of a quick tangent, but I just realized how much I miss meeting with entrepreneurs and how much I just, I hope the entrepreneurs listening realize my passion to help them and, and I just love it so much. And so I just kind of like fueled this passion to really create another program, more of a higher level program, like a coaching program or a mastermind and really, really help entrepreneurs um, be able to grow and scale, create momentum, let go, set goals, all those things. And and so um, anyway, so it's been, it's been really fun just to... Uh, I don't know, just you see so many trends, you know, if you meet with this many business owners over and over and over again, like it's, it's, it's all the same pain points you hear over and over. And so that's why it's been fun to meet with them and always and know that we have a solution that can help solve those problems. So it's been great. So today, uh, we're talking about goal setting. And I, you know, I I assume you guys are like me where, you know, when you're younger, people are like, oh, you should set goals. And then you know, it's important. And and if you don't set goals, it means you're not really serious about things. And then, but they never really teach you like how to set goals. And not until, I don't know, maybe four years ago, I read a book and it is not a light read by any means, but there's a book titled Four Disciplines of Execution. And the audio audible book is probably like eight hours, but there's a short version that I didn't know about till like a year ago. And then it's like three hours long. So if if you want just like the condensed version just to get your feet wet, like that's a great way. Um, But then the more in-depth version of the book actually goes into more stories and different things. And it's great because it it introduces you to this concept of like lead and lag measures. And like when they explain it, you're like, oh yeah, duh. But like when you're when you're setting goals, like it's like, why do, why don't we do that? Why is that not intuitive to set the lead measure? So I'm just gonna use like a weight loss example as an example because it's one that is easy to understand and we can probably all, a lot of us relate with. So let's say I have a goal to lose 20 pounds in the next four months. And so you know, we set the goal and then we, we start the day. We don't really have anything to like drive that that weight loss. Um, but I mean, we hear like diet and exercise, things like that. You know, the calories you consume, all those things are like in our head. But we don't ever set those measurements that will directly influence that weight loss. And so so that's where the concept of lead measures comes in is once you figure out what that the wildly important goal is what they call it is then you set lead measurements that are will directly influence so in this case weight loss and so obviously let's say i so you want to set very measurable 
concrete, like, like things that are going to, you know, or will directly influence weight loss. So for instance, eating, let's say 1800 calories per day and, um, turn out obviously your stats. And then I want to walk 10,000 steps. Cause I know if I just keep moving and get walking, walking again, that's going to help. And so it'll help my calories in calories out numbers. Um, or like, you know, I've started wearing like my Apple watch. And so it allows me to figure out like how many calories I've burned. And then I track how many calories, um, how many I've burned and how many I've consumed like through a tracker. So you can create those lead measurements, which you know, are going to directly influence it. And so, and then, so you can then create what's called just, um, like weekly commitments. So like at the beginning, you'll set these lead and lag measures, but these weekly commitments are what's kind of important. Cause I really feel like creating goals has to be moldable and agile and be able to adjust to like what works for you. Cause you might have, you know, an influencer might've said, Hey, you should do this. And you're like, that's great. And then you start implementing it and it's hard to fit in your lifestyle and it works for you. So these weekly commitments are great because you can kind of adjust things to still be able to eat the 1800 calories and still be able to get the steps in. So like for me, I started like as a weekly commitment, I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear my Apple watch each, each day this week. And then I'm going to set a weekly commitment to, I use like Google sheets for my calorie tracker, right? So I'll be like, okay. And I don't put any details in like the whole calorie apps where you like put everything you ate and the portion size. Like I've, I've tracked my calories enough. It's like, I know like what the calories are. So like, I'll just literally do it equal to the sum of formula in a Google sheet and add up my calories for the day. And that's all I do for my calorie tracking. Um, so like, okay, that's my, those are my minor, like kind of little commitments that are going to, again, help the the lead measure that I, I need, which is track calories and track my steps, which is what my Apple watch does. So anyway, so those are kind of things like I didn't ever really know to set. So let me just walk through like five just, and I'll kind of be redundant with what I said, I said before, but I just wanted to kind of set the framework through like a story. So I just want to talk about five kind of goal, like five kind of step goal setting process. I just did a Facebook group on this or not a Facebook group, a Facebook post on this. And, uh, I did it from the perspective of personal goal setting. Um, but for business, like, especially you don't want to set, if you have three like major goals, it's, you're not going to, it's going to be so hard to accomplish any of them. So like in this book, they say one to two goals. I like to try to always have one if I can. Sometimes I have two, but anytime you splice the pie that much more with another wildly important goal, it takes away your focus. So like for, for us this year, it was really to scale our revenue. And I have like, I created very concrete revenue goals, go from this revenue to this revenue by this date. And, um, and, and so like to do that, I had to like really up my ad spend to like crazy numbers. And, and then my leads are coming through the roof like crazy and, and it's working and it's resonating. And, and I think we all have that imposter syndrome a little bit where it's like, it's easy to go back to the comfort level of, of where you're at. But when you set a goal, it helps push you through because you have these milestones that you want to achieve. And, and so it allows you to kind of get past those fears that you might have and be able to achieve the next one and the next one. And so you're kind of drawn by these milestones and measurements and, and momentum. I, I love just the concept of momentum and what that does. Um, okay. So back to the goal setting process. So number one is write a list of like, again, all the different outcomes or goals that you think would make the biggest impact on your business. Um, Cause sometimes what you think is the most important isn't really what the most important is for your business. And the only way to really determine that is to start making long lists of like what you think it is, talking with people on your team or, 
and just really trying to understand where the gaps are and, and what would make the biggest impact. It doesn't mean that you don't have all these things that need to happen in your company, but when you find the single most important, what happens is pretty amazing. All of those things that also needed to get done start to actually get done naturally um, because you're focused on that one thing. Um, so make a long list. Don't be shy on, on how long you go and just because you'll start to realize like, oh, maybe that isn't the most important. And then you're going to want to choose the most important goal that you could set to, that would influence your business in the biggest way. And then um, and then write down those lead measurements, like I said, that will that will move. It's like you have this rock that you need to move and you need a lever that's going to that's going to. Um, be able to move the rock the best way and the most efficiently. And so my printer is deciding to make a, a noise. I don't know if you can hear it or not. Um, okay. So, so the lead measurements, like I said, with weight loss would have been like, you know, uh, track or eat 1800 calories a day and walk 10,000 steps. Those are my lead measurements. So those are the things that happen before that you can actually do like a lag measurement is something that's after the fact. So how often do we look at like last month's revenue and we're like, Oh, my revenue was 50,000 or whatever it is. Like you can't change your revenue after the fact. So you want to set the goal of the revenue, but then you actually need to do the things that will change it. And otherwise you're just playing this reactionary game and you're never making changes. You're just setting goals and then, and like, Oh, that didn't change. So you need those lead measurements that are going to directly influence your revenue. So if it's for me, it was like, I have very concrete, I know kind of what it takes to bring a lead in, in our company. And I know how many of those leads convert to appointments and how many of those appointments show up and then how many of those appointments go to quotes and how many of those quotes convert. And so like I back into that and say, okay, I need to spend this much on ads to be able to make this much in revenue to meet my goals. So for me, I know I need to spend this like this much in ads each time and and be ready to scale. And it allows me to then figure out how many people I need and how many, you know, anyway, so it just it, those lead measurements are really critical. So for me, like it's that ad spend because it's our model is such in high demand right now that like for us, it's really truly tied to ad spend. The more I spend, the more we bring in. So it's not a matter of bringing in leads. It's a matter of how fast can we grow, right? Um, so you just, you'll know your business and know like, okay, based on if it's revenue, maybe it's how many times you pick up the phone and call your warm lead list. How many times you, um, I'm all, I need a D and D on. I have like all my notifications going off today. Okay. So, um, yeah, just figuring out what it is that's going to work. I mean, you know, your company, you know, what's worked and, and, um, and then putting in that, that, that lead, that, that thing that's going to directly influence your goal. So that's the number three. Okay. Number four is in each week, make small commitments to help influence your lead and lag measures. So for instance, like I said, and this is where it helps you're testing things and tweaking things. Okay. That didn't work last week. So I'm going to try this. And, and so it allows you to be agile and not so rigid because sometimes we get stuck in like, Oh, I got to eat, eat 1800 calories a day. And then you just get so consumed with that, but you, you need to almost bring it down to another micro commitment, which is for me, okay, wearing my Apple watch or tracking my calories in there. So figure out, and then sometimes I'm like, okay, that isn't really the best thing. You know, I can't seem to get my Apple Watch charged, so we're going to do this one. And it's not making excuses, just that we're people and some things work better for us than others. So figure out in business, you know, I'm talking about business in this perspective, but figure out what it is that works for you. And if you have a team, like you're going to do the same thing. Your team are going to make micro commitments to help achieve that goal. All right. 
And then number five is set a measurable date when you will complete the goal. So often we um, just say, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, but we don't really give ourselves a concrete date on when it was going to happen. So go to X to Y by when. And that's the, the formula that you want to use is what is the, what is the, um, you know, what, where are you at now? Where do you want to go? And, and when do you want to get there? So, and then what's cool is create scoreboards and, and different dashboards to help track your progress. Like we love that kind of stuff. And as people, we get excited. It helps give us energy and momentum. And I mean, that's kind of why I'm excited today because I've been like in my, my spreadsheets. Like I don't necessarily love to create spreadsheets like I did for this one, but like, but I love to analyze them and tweak them and test them and and uh, and so it's been cool to be able to see, oh, I have these goals and it's like working because I can't tell you how many times I've set goals. It's not that I wasn't committed to it. It's just that I realized my priorities shifted and changed. And um, and so be willing to realize that sometimes you set a goal and you realize like, oh, that isn't I need we need to create a new goal now because and don't beat yourself up that you didn't complete that goal. Just be, know that, OK, what I thought was maybe the, the top priority is not now and we really need to focus on this. So don't beat yourself up if goals change. And I think so many of us, we think that we, we set a 90 day plan and then we're supposed to follow through and everything is supposed to go as planned. Like I can't tell you every time, how many times in entrepreneurship you set a plan and it doesn't go as planned at all. It's like, OK, I did not plan the last quarter being like that. I remember last was it two summers ago, I had this plan. I was going to hike all summer. And I was going to really work less. And, and, um, and then we ended up getting this strong impression that we were supposed to move houses. The problem was, is my current house was like in that the stage of studs because we were remodeling. And, uh, and so it was like, we knew the house we needed to move into. So we literally spent 16 hour days for the next 30 to 60 days during the summer when I was supposed to be going on hikes, remodeling our home. And so, you know, sometimes you set these goals and, and I think God has a different plan for you sometimes. <clears throat> All right. So um, those are kind of the five steps. Um, hopefully that's helpful. Like I know for me, like goal setting seems to be something that should be like intuitive. And not until I read that book did it really give me the foundational knowledge to know how to set and grow and build the momentum in our company. So all right, that's all I have for you guys today. I will see you next Thursday. Thanks. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Business and life mates.